Blog Talk Radio. Big enough? Mm, yes, old King George should be able to see that. <laughs> when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, a decent respect requires that they declare the causes which impel them in separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal. That they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. And among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. To secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. And whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to establish new government. We therefore, the representatives of the United States of America, do and with the authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these United Colonies are, and of right ought to be, free and independent states. That they are absolved of all allegiance to the British Crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is, and ought to be, totally dissolved. In the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. I think at one time or another we've all questioned as to whether all that we see and, and are experiencing in our world has some sort of a rational plan behind it. Because we understand now that both the Republican and the Democratic Party in our country are basically run by the same people, the same money finances both sides. We now know, of course, through the work of many historians who have spent their life working on research to show us that both sides of world conflicts have always been financed by the same people. And as I've said before, there seems to be a, a method to the madness going on in the world. We know, of course, that we cannot depend on our leaders. Our leaders are misleaders. There is a science that they're following. They have their own agenda, and it doesn't include you. What your government pays for, it gets. If you are paid to do something for the government, they will extract from you exactly what they have paid for. When we understand that, then we look at universities and schools 
government-financed institutions of education and see the kind of students and the kind of education that's being turned out by these government-financed schools, logic will tell you that if what is being turned out in those schools was not in accord with what the state and the federal government wanted, then it would change it. The bottom line is that the government is getting what they have ordered. They're getting what they have paid for. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. That is why our country and our world has become so proliferated with entertainments, mass media, game shows, television shows, amusement parks, drugs, alcohol, and every kind of entertainment to keep the human mind entertained so that you don't get in the way of important people by doing too much thinking. You had better wake up and understand that there are people who are guiding your life and you don't even know it. And all American citizens, I think, have suspected something like this is going on. But we're all too busy trying to stay alive and live our lives. And after all, what can one person do about it? This is the most powerful government the world has ever known. They have, a, they have the ability to get a hold on Adolf Hitler 50 years ago. He had a standing army, the greatest navy, air force, military, secret underworld organizations operating throughout the world. But this government got a hold on Adolf Hitler because it chose to and it wanted to. And if you do not pay your income taxes, they will find you if you go to the Amazon jungle and they will make an example of you. They will find you and they will deal with you and you know it. But for some reason they're unable to get a handle on drugs and the crime in the streets for some reason. All right, everybody, Joseph Gibson podcasting here, understanding the times in which we live today. During uh, the Republic, uh, you know, this uh, this coming year is a, a transition period of time. We have the battle with the vaccine going on, the mandates, uh, the uh, the people out there that are completely brainwashed still with the zombies. You know, I, I believe that we should market a T-shirt. Uh, people that are trying to raise raise money, thing along the lines of that. Uh, you know, people beware people that wear masks or something. Beware of the masked men, uh, masked people, or something like that. You know, uh, because uh, I that's what, you know how they look at if you're not wearing a mask, they look at you. I was in the grocery store the other day. An old woman was talking to some. I don't know. I was talking, conversating with somebody. Uh, checking out, her, and uh, you know, old woman, she was probably in her 80s, 90s, who knows? Uh, you know, just a do-gooder, go along and get along, live their whole life, just cooperating with the system, because you know that's what we do. We don't want to ruin my good name. You know, hey, I'm a good slave, a good sheep. I lived my whole life this way. Who cares if the bankers raped me and screwed me over out of my 401k? That's okay. I still got my social security. Yeah, that's right. Let me let me uh, put my uh, my two weeny weenies on the counter here. That's all I can afford, you know, because I'm uh, I live off my social security. But anyway, she, uh, you know, we we're talking or whatever. And I, so the vaccine thing came up, and the lady uh, 
said, yeah, you should be masked too. You should wear one. Yeah? I said, oh, yeah? Why? Why should I? Tell me. Why? Tell me. What does it do? How does it affect me? Well, should I just wear it because they told me to? How about I jump off the top of the roof of this building right here just because they told me to? Would that make sense? You know, it just looked at me like I was stupid. You know, what do people do anyway? You know, but you know, idiots, idiots. But that's why we should we should be. You know, the, the zombies out there that are walking around like that. You know, you have to shock them. Wake up! You know, something. Do something. You know, I just they won't wake up. You, you, you got to kick them off the fence. I don't know, but they just won't listen. I don't get it. But the time is now. The time now to re- to restore our rep- look. The, the masses are reaching, the people that are awake, the people that are willing to contribute. We, we are uh, – the time is now. Just talking to a couple people or a friend of mine there out west and, uh, you know, uh, uh, well-connected, uh, you know, within the patriot community. And, uh, you know, these are, these are the people that are working behind the scenes, putting their life in the, on the line, waking up every day, trying to make sure you have your, have your freedom – you know, but we keep losing these battles. But I'm going to play something here. It's going to be about 27 minutes long, but this was a uh, from the Republic. It's a message, and uh, they played it on their uh, platform, and uh, they uh, and it was a part of a series because now we're moving into those stages now where the time is now. Time we're networking better than ever before. We are uh, weeding out the the. Uh, infiltrators, the provocateurs, even the provocateurs know they're working for the wrong side, they're working for the devil, they're working for evil. Uh, These people know, they've known, and this happened, you know, years ago also where they came close, but we just couldn't get it. But, you know, but I think now maybe, who knows, maybe we're getting there to the point of our lives. I'm not 20 years old no more, young. You know, a lot of these guys that are out there fighting in the Patriot community, you know, it's time, man. Either we're going to put up or shut up. It's time to weed out these people, get at the deep state, you know, realize who these people are. We know who they are. Uh, we've got the indictments. We've got we've got the warrants for them. You know, it's time to go serve them and, uh you know, and start doing what we're supposed to be doing. I know, I know we got slapped upside the head there with the last election. But look, man, we have to be one step ahead of the uh, the, the enemy. We have to be one step ahead. And, uh, you know, and I'm not talking Republican, Democrat crap either. I'm going to that nonsense. All right? You should pick your you pick whatever party you want to be a part of. How about being a part of the part of the American party, the real party? How about being a part of the People's Party? How about how about not being a part of lies, corruption, and deceit, and self-will uh, and, and determination of what you want. How about helping out the fellow man and working for your neighbor and, and trying to make this place a better place and, the, and weeding out and getting rid of the misguided people that just will just have total uh, uh, hate in their hearts. And, they, and some of them don't even know it. That they, you know, and some of them they work on me, and well, it's just a job. I gotta do my job, you know. This is the way it is. I can't change the system. After all, what can one person do, you know? And no, that's not the way we we have to operate. And look, if you have to lose everything you have and what you are, who you are, because you stand up for freedom and you up for what is right, then hey. You know, it, listen. You're just clearing the path for the next guy who's going to take your place, who's going to make a change. You're going to do the right thing because look, there's 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 two dates on your uh, gravestone, okay? When you're born and when you die. 
And whatever happens in between is totally up to you. So if you want to be a schmuck and go to work in your metal coffins every day and be a part of this system and say, there's nothing we can do. I'm happy in my little house. Give me my radials, my tire four times, my nice little car, my flat screen TV, and my television program at night, and I'll be happy. I don't care what happens to the guy down there. That's his problem, not mine. If you want to live that type of life, you go right ahead. But I'm going to tell you right now, when, that, when you do die, you will have to face you will have to face your maker, the creator. You will have to face the creator of this universe. You know it, and I know it, that what you're doing out there is wrong, and you people that take part and do the wrong thing and don't search for truth and cut corners because of laziness or ignorance or what have you, you are wrong, and you know you're wrong. So we have to restore this thing and get back to, and, and, and get back to what – you always hear people say, the good old days. Remember back when, when we were young and free? Why do people say that? Remember when we were young? Because every single day we're losing our rights. We're losing our liberties. There's some sort of tyranny, some sort of control, you know? And, and in some aspects of it, I have always seen also the other side uh, uh, on this. There's people out there that are just freaking idiots. You know, they got to be locked away or, 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 or uh, uh, vaccinated. Who knows? I don't know. There's just people out there that just don't get it. I don't know why. I don't know why. You know, but all I know is is that in my own backyard and where I'm at right now and where I live, I don't like what I see, and I don't like the people around here and how they act, and I don't like how people are living because it's not the right way, and we should never let someone else suffer because the wrong way is proceeding to take over the lives of the people that are victims of this system, and we should never allow that to happen. So I'm going to play this right here. Uh, anybody wants to talk, and that's fine. You can. Um We'll just go ahead and put this on right here. And uh, like I said, it's 29 minutes, but get some knowledge, understand the times in which we live today, and let's restore this thing, restore the republic. And it's the only, this is the only remedy that is available to us right now is, is to restore the republic. It's the only remedy. The law is still there. We still have a chance. We have to come together. We need the numbers. We need people awake. All right, just to start us off in Kurt. I count it a privilege. Let's bow our heads and come before the Creator. Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of your precious Son, Jesus, Yeshua. And we invite you and your presence in this radio production this evening. And we ask that you would be our special guest, that you would guide us by your Spirit. Pray, Father, that you would help us to make the point that we are to focus on on the promise that President Trump gave at his first inaugural address that he was returning the government back to the American people. And that means the American Republic. And that's what we represent. Right now, the American people have no representation at all. And I ask, Father, that you would just open their hearts and give them understanding of what we've been and what we've been holding for them, the sacredness of it that you would work in the hearts of the patriot community, that they would come along and that they would join us, that they would pick up the Liberty Torch alongside of us, and that they would burn forth through the streets, through the communities, through the states, across the land, from sea to shining sea, for your glory and praise and for the good of your people and the care to, to dwell among your people. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jean. This segment and the upcoming segments 
if I could microphrase it, it would be, we know who we are. Do you know who you are? We are the Republic of the United States of America, the one that is based upon the laws of nature and of nature's God, the one that our great country was established on, and the one that was vacated for so many years. It has become apparent the life we're in today, the existence we're experiencing, is almost like a contest of who can be the most evil because the biggest evil wins. And so this person identifies that problem and this person identifies that problem and all these whistleblowers are blowing all the whistles and we got so much racket going on in our world today that you can't even think. So let's take just a moment to feed what we've been asking for, and that is answers, not more problems. And so in the conversation that we're going to have in the upcoming weeks, we're going to be discussing the solution to the problems that we're faced with today. Peaceful, lawful solutions based on reality. And the reality is, is that gravity of itself is not a bad thing. But when it comes into full force from 200 feet, you have some dire consequences. And that's the laws of nature and of nature's God. And there are just things that are just the way they are. And this is our existence. This is our life. And as free men and women, we should be able to choose how we want to live our life. Now, I recognize after being a world traveler that not all societies think the same, react the same, or experience the same quality of life because of how their culture operates. And that's just the laws of nature and nature's God. A bobcat may come from a feline, so may a mountain lion, but they're not the same cat. So let us examine in the days to come who we are as people and who we are as leaders of the Republic or the United States of America. The people of this free state in the Union do not, nor have we ever supported any intent of overthrowing the United States Municipal Corporation acting as a government. Now, why is that stated that way? And we're going to examine that because words have meaning. We're not a sovereign citizens movement as defined by Homeland Security. We're peaceful, nonviolent, and advocate peaceful and nonviolent methods to restore and maintain a lawful, constitutional, Republican form of governance. We would never advocate or take part in the kidnapping of or violence against any public official, nor do we affiliate with any hate groups, nor would we participate in any terrorist attack against the U.S. corporate government or any public or private official. We love our fellow man, America, its people, and the republic for which our flag stands, and we observe the greatest commandment Namely, that we love God and love our fellow man. We believe that the rule of law should be applied justly and equally to all 
to both small and great without regard to race, gender, color, financial status, handicap, or religious affiliation. And in short, we believe in treating our fellow man as we would like to be treated. We show tolerance and respect towards corporal law enforcement officers, even when those officers, through lack of knowledge, may violate or infringe upon our inalienable rights and guaranteed liberties. We are not tax protesters or the like. We believe in conducting our commerce and the business of republic governance is the open, not in secret meetings. We hold that the people intend to research actual law as well as applicable case law. We intend on attending as many seminars, meetings, and lectures as possible given by law professors and lawyers and the like in order to learn the proper interpretation of law. We are willing to assess any local, state, or national leaders, such as presidents, governors, congressmen, senators, or representatives, in coming to a clear understanding of their constitutional duties and obligations to we, the American people. And that's who we are. We're not all those things you've heard. And this is our target, clearly stated. So if you're of like mind, or if that topic interests you, to be able to pass that inheritance down to your children and grandchildren, then please join with us for the conversation is going to be coming throughout the, the coming weeks. With that, Jean, her law historian, the author of Re-Inhabited, books one and two, I encourage everyone to begin this journey by picking up those books at Amazon.com. Invest 60 bucks or whatever the cost is, it's less than 100, I guarantee you. At this point in time, it's inflation, who knows? But invest in your future, or it's written, and my people perish for lack of knowledge. And this is where you begin your journey in figuring out who you really are, not who you've been told you are. So, Jay, would you please comment on what I had to the American people? Thank you, Governor Carpenter, and hello, America. What I'd like to say about this disclaimer that was just shared on, on what the Republic is and what it is not, I would like to add in there that my husband, David, and I have been on this journey toward the restoration of the American Republic for just about 11 years, and we came along after some of the others that are present here on this, this radio program were before us. They were already in process of lawfully moving forward toward the restoration. Through the years, numerous times, my husband and I and other leaders in Wisconsin met with government agents of the different agencies, FBI, Department of Homeland Security, ATF. The meetings were all very good. We'd explain who we were, what we were doing, uh, history, and I can say that they they went very well, they clarified, and the piece that Governor Carpenter just shared on our disclaimer was presented with the last agent that we met with some years ago, and he agreed that by our disclaimer, 
who we are and who we are not does not fit the definition of a sovereign citizen or a, a domestic terrorist. The federal government has by definition in their reports, one being the START report, the study on terrorism and the response to terrorism, where they have put labels on the American people. I'll add that every time a federal government agent has contact with an American citizen, they write a report. It's known as the 302 report. And we have several reports on file that state specifically who we are and who we are not, and that last report meeting would have a copy of that disclaimer attached to it. And along with that, I've had several phone calls made to me by various agents just touching base, and I would talk with them, and those phone contacts stopped once President Trump was elected. So I would like to make known that we are a safe haven in law, lawfully, peacefully for the American people. Thank you, Governor Carpenter. I yield back to you. Thank you, Gene. And so just recently, our interim president, James Buchanan Geiger, updated the executive rate for the United the Republics for the United States of America. And so Gene, this is a two page document. I'm going to ask you to read the first page, and then uh, your husband, David, if you would please follow up with the second. Thank you. The Republic for the United States of America, exist summary for the Republic, cunning, ambitious, and unprincipled men will be able to subvert the power of the people and to usurp for themselves the reins of government. Afterwards, the very engines which have lifted them to unjust dominion, the spirit of encroachment tends to consolidate the powers of all departments in one, and thus to create whatever the form of government, a real despotism. George Washington, Farewell Address, 1996. It has been over 224 years since President Washington delivered the above farewell address, warning in plain language of abuse of people behind the scenes who would eventually try to destroy a representative American republic. It has been a long process to get us where we are today in America. The American people discovered that our Constitution has been subjugated and circumvented deceptively. Changing our form of governance from a representative republic to a corporate democracy without our knowledge or consent so American people lawfully and peacefully reclaimed our representative republic through the Declaration of Sovereign Intent and Proclamation of Claim and Right of Interest, thereby re-inhabiting our representative republic, the Republic for the United States of America. This is our original republic, the one to which we swear our allegiance every time we swear allegiance to our flag. Americans have discovered how the deep state has caused harm, both to themselves and nations or world. We want the American people to know that many loyal Americans are working to expose the unlawful actions of the deep state and all the associated corporations involved. 
goal is to stabilize America and its economy with the intent of freeing the American people and people around the world from the despots. The American people had high hopes that President Donald J. Trump would have enjoyed a second term in office and been able to pull the promise he made in his inaugural address that he would transfer power back to the American people. Quote, today's ceremony, however, has very special meaning because today we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the American people, end quote. This could have only meant one thing. President Trump was working to finish the job that Presidents Abraham Lincoln and John F. Kennedy attempted, that of restoring the republic. Both of these presidents were assassinated before they could finish the transition. He was kept from this task by deep state operatives. Americans are now dealing with complete despotism. Basically, the third term of President Obama, who is working fast to destroy both the American way of life and the people. With the help of God, the American people can prevail in lawfully preventing war and atrocities from being committed. Our nation must be restored back to a virtuous, righteous, and honorable in peace and harmony with the world. We humbly ask for your prayers and support as we go through this transition and may God have mercy on us all. When the American people rose up to restore the republic, the Obama administration and the deep state joined forces, much like they did to defeat President Trump. In order to confound valid lawful efforts of the American people to restore the republic, they did this by demonizing our efforts in the fake news media, infiltrating our ranks to cause division and ultimately falsely arresting and prosecuting the appointed president of the interim republic, James Timothy Turner. At the same time, they arrested President Turner, one of their agents, falsely spread word that everyone participating in the restoration of the public would also be arrested. Had it not been for the unlawful intervention of the Obama administration, the deep state, including the fake news media and controlled social media, the republic would have been fully restored back in 2010. Well, it's time for the American people to get their republic back. It's time for the American people working together to remedy what was wrongfully done to the American people going all the way back to when the republic was lost. It's time to restore the republic. The deep state is bent on the destruction of America as we have known it. And the only solution is to return to a Republican form of governance as guaranteed by Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution, by restoring power back to the American people 
as President Thomas in his inaugural address. Many Americans across the nation have reported being divinely compelled to get involved and support their republic. We also hear the American people say they know it's the right thing to do. The change is being forced upon the American people at this time by the current deep state Obama-led administration can and should no longer be tolerated by the American people. The only workable, peaceful, and lawful way to fix the current situation is for the American people to get behind their republic in mass. Many who walk in the halls of power and who have sworn an oath to defend our Constitution against foreign and domestic enemies are speaking out about the necessity of change in our country. We invite all who love America to join hands with us for the sake of ourselves and our posterity. The Founding Fathers expressed through the Declaration of Independence and in their personal correspondence their reliance upon divine providence. So it is with us. Looking back, we can see that the Republic instituted by our forefathers was in fact the handwork of our divine creator. May he once more intervene as the American people cry out to him for favor. I yield the floor to you, Governor Carpenter. Thank you, David Herter. As interim governor for the people of Colorado Free State, I also wish to address my constituents and fellow Americans and Coloradoans as I have been appointed by them to be their mouthpiece, I deliver this message to you. This time, for us to accept the gift that is our birthright, our inalienable right, but if you don't accept it, it's never yours. President Trump told us a lot in that inaugural speech that was quoted earlier. And I want to quote that in part. We are not merely power from one administration to another, the transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. So he's done a lot. He set the traps. He's put the traps in motion. The dominoes have been tipped over. The crooks are being exposed. The rats are running for cover. And they're going to be held accountable for what they've done to us in years past and what they intend to do for us in years future. But today is the day that we, the American people, we, the people of Colorado Free State, must stand up and accept that gift along with the responsibilities and obligations inherent to receiving that gift. Many of us don't know what that gift is or what it looks like. We've heard about it in fairy tales and we make pledges of allegiance to something that we're not even sure what that looks like. And so in the coming weeks, the judicial part of the Republic for the United States of America will be practicing for a mock trial. They we're going to be presenting to you a mock trial that represents high crimes and treason and how that trial would be handled in a republic form of government. 
Republic of Form by the people with liberty and justice for all. For no one's inalienable rights can be tread on, and no one has a greater right than another one. We have embarked upon an exciting time in our lives. Many of us and many churches have been praying for this for decades. It's almost become pomp and circumstance. So if you like the pomp and circumstance that you live in today, you're welcome to it. But there are those of us that don't care for that form of governance, that form of deceit, the lies, what they're doing to our children, dealing our children, harvesting their adrenals, making the biggest money that can be made on the face of the earth by breaking all the laws, the laws of nature and of nature's God. Most of us are sick of the movie that we're watching. But you have control of what your reality is. You have the controller in your hand, and you're looking to figure out which channel you want to go surf to next. Join this one. Get to know your republic. You get to know who you are. With that, I thank you very much for the time you spent with us this evening and look forward to future communications with you. Gene, would you please tell us how you can get involved in the Republic? Yes. Our website is republic4theunitedstatesofamerica.org. And there, if you go to the Where Do I Begin tab, there is much information that you would have access to. The document that we're reading from here, the executive summary, is also at the website. There's much to view. There's much to learn. Um, it's how much you want to learn from. And then also the re-inhabited books that Governor Carpenter had mentioned. Um, there's a link on that website to get to that, to where you can start learning your truthful American history that was written all from original source material, those government documents, journals, vintage books, Civil War generals, all vintage, all original source, and put together in a format uh, both the good and the dark side. So it's interweaved together where we have the whole picture before us and we can understand the who, what, where, when, why we got to where we are now. And we exhort you to begin and start learning because if my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, then we reverse that curse by bringing forth knowledge. Thank you, Jean. I'll open the floor to any, uh, any comment from any of our participants. Uh, to David, this is an exciting time. I hope the American people will start to choose the republic for the United States of America. This is the only solution for America. This is God's government. This government was based on Christianity. All governments come from a religion. And their religion back in the 1600s with the pilgrims, thinking of 1776, was Christianity. And they based this government on the law of nature and of nature's God. What he created in the 66 books in the canon of Scripture. This is a hand-in-glove fit for the clergy, for all of you worship leaders, all of you worship centers across America. This is hands fitting into a perfect glove. This 
government is God's government. We need America to be a righteous land again. So with that, Governor Carper, I'm excited. Thank you, David. I would encourage those that uh, desire to know more who we are. We're very transparent. Our calls are recorded on our website. You can go back years and years and listen to our calls. The recent ones on Monday night have been absolutely incredible. Uh, Dr. Wade Butler, as chaplain for the Republic, and uh, has a wonderful Monday night prayer call. Powerful. And encourage everyone to uh, to play those and replay those. All right, everybody, Joseph Gibson podcasting. You're understanding the times in which a Back here in a couple of minutes. Uh, if anybody wants to comment, six five seven three three zero six one six. Actually, I'll play something from years ago as they went reference to what they were talking to, and also I'll probably read a page from the Reinhabited book that they were talking about. Um, very, very important. During the American Revolution, the active forces in the field against the king's tyranny never amounted to more than three percent of the colonists. They were in turn actively by perhaps 10% of the population. In addition to these revolutionaries were perhaps another 20% who favored their cause but did little to nothing to support it. Another one-third of the population sided with the king. By the end of the war, there were actually more Americans fighting for the than there were in the field against him. And the final third, they took no side and blew with the wind and took what came. Three percenters today do not claim that we represent three percent of the American people, although we might. That theory has not yet been tested. We do claim that we represent at least 3% of American gun owners, which is still a healthy number, more in the neighborhood of 3 million people. History, for good or ill, is made by determined minorities. We are one such minority. So too are the current enemies of the Founders Republic. What remains, then, is the test of will and skill to determine who will the future of our nation.
Here, understanding the times which we live today. Uh, the re-inhabited books that we talked about earlier, uh, that, that's something that, uh, I mean, if you really want to know what's really ha- uh, the history of, the true history of uh, this country and the new covenant for the new world and the new world order, uh, this, is, uh, this is a great book. I, and Gene there was talking about uh, when they first came, uh, you know, started doing what they do. And I've got actually a copy of the book that they mailed me. Uh, this was years ago. Uh, it was back in 2013 or 14. I got and they signed it right. Or Joe, wake them up. God bless you and all that you love. Uh, Gene Hurtler and uh, Galatians 5:1. They put and then David Hurtler signed it and he signed it. Uh, Micah 6:8. So uh, I got the book right here. Uh, I mean, uh, it, it pretty much uh, look. The problem with people today, they don't understand the history of this country. They don't understand why we're in the situation we're in. Everybody's scrambling around, fighting with each other, attacking each other, and and not really understanding the real problem that's facing us. Everyone's pointing their fingers at the other, at the or this guy, or that guy, or the other people, and they don't understand the real problem that's affecting us, or they don't understand what we had really lost, what we lost when we lost our republic at, uh, during the uh, 1871 Reconstruction Acts. And, and they don't understand what the real civil war was really fought about. They have this notion that it was slavery, and you know, and 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 they yeah, they are misfed the information. They don't understand. And all you have to do, the transcripts are written out from the from when they were arguing on the House floor about before this country plunged into the civil war, what they were fighting and arguing about, what they were debating about. And if you're smart enough and you're awake, you understand what they were trying to talk about and what they were worried about these the, 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 from the New World Order and how they were infiltrating our government and the bankers and how they how the banks they wanted this central power, the central bank, and they wanted to control the trade and 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 the and, and they control every aspect of the life. That's what they wanted. Every they wanted to control every aspect of the people's lives because we were a great industrial nation at that time, and we were free. We enjoyed freedom. Now there, you know, and there was a major, major. Pro- Andrew Jackson addressed it very well. Go back and look at his presidency. Uh, listen to a real document. I played him on this podcast. Real documentary. What he stood up against. And you know, Andrew Jackson. Uh, go back. One of the greatest presidents, if not the greatest president, that uh, was, uh, was president of this con- of our country. Um, so go back. His campaign slogan: No bank. No bank. And because once they got a hold of our currency and our money, and that's what I was talking to my friend about earlier, is the money aspect. People are controlled by their bartering system and how and what they spend, how much money they make, whether you're poor. Look, man, there's poor people out there that can't pay their bills. They don't know if their lights are going to be turned off. They can't make their car payment. The money, they control the money. You control the money, okay? You control the aspects of pretty much your everyday, the everyday lives of the American people. You control the money. And what did Rothschild say? Give me control of a nation's currency, and I care not who writes its laws. Okay? The Rothschilds. Okay? Nathan Rothschild said that. Now, 
you control the money, what's next? They have to control your will and your body, and they're doing that now with this vaccine, the COVID. I mean, it's the stages of, new, of this new world order and these evil elites and the deep state and how they control us and how they control the, and they put this fear in the people. We're here to tell you that the republic is here, the republic is there, and we're ready to move forward here. And that's what has to be done. The American people have got to wake up. But you have to want it. You have to want the republic. You have to, be able, you have to want to restore the republic. Now, the founders of this republic gave us the law. They gave us a remedy. Always there's a remedy, okay, lawfully. And I know it, it, that the courts are corrupt. I understand that. I get that. <laughs> Trust me, I get that more than anybody. And they are. And, and we understand that they're controlled by money. Okay, and that's what it's all about. And and we have to break away from that. We have to break the grips of the money, and we have to break away from the narratives of the controlled media, and and turn off that TV, man. If you ain't watching something that's, I mean, I, I wouldn't watch nothing. I wouldn't recommend watching. I got a lot of friends. I, well, you watch Fox News today? Hell no, I didn't. I don't really like watching. I, I really don't want to watch it at all. <laughs> you know, because it's it's a bunch of garbage. But uh, 657-383-0616 is the phone number if you want to comment. But let me just read something real quick here just from the, uh, one of the pages here of the Reinhabited, just so you know. I'd go and check out the books. I know you got to go to Amazon and get it. I, I don't like Amazon. New World Order thugs. Uh, they control, you know, I, I wonder if there's another way they can get these books uh, uh, re-inhabited. Uh, Reinhabited Republic for the United States of America is unprecedented, truthful, historical account of America that has been hidden in plain sight. From the American people, the account is based on historical records and government documents as well as first-hand accounts of events that have been uh, available but never put together like pieces of a puzzle to be clearly seen for the first time ever. Uh, history helps us make sense of the present as well as the future. At the critical juncture in time when America is in, the per- in great peril, and our history is being rewritten by tyrants who despise freedom and liberty. Reinhabited works, uh, Reinhabited provides answers with evidence of the truth regarding her profound heritage. The key to her restoration is truth. It is the truth that, when broadcast, will lead to the restoration of America's sacred liberty, that which made her the mightiest and most blessed nation on earth looked upon as a city upon a hill and a light to the nations. Okay? So uh, that's just one of the excerpts from the book there. Um, and um, truth. Truth is always the first victim of, uh, of, uh, of a war. It's always the first victim. Let me check the phone boards here. Anybody wants to chip in here tonight, I'm going to be careful who I take on because I don't want to take away from the podcast, of course. Um, uh, I know this is an open platform here. Uh, let me take my first caller here. Go ahead there. I believe this is uh, from my friend from out in Colorado, Mr. Jim Carpenter, Governor Colorado. Go ahead. Hey, good evening, Joe and America. Good evening. Glad to have you with me. I'm glad to have you with me. What did you think so far? I, I, I played the uh, – and expound upon that and explain to the American people exactly what's going on and what's going to be happening a little more in depth if you can. I played a recording, obviously. Uh, please explain because there's people on here that are on my phone line. We've been to the meetings. We've signed on the dotted line to be a part of the republic, and, and we've pledged our – our, you know, ourselves to the republic, and I'm a part of the republic. So go in a little more depth if you can, or, or if you will, please. 
Well, first off, thank you, Joe. Um, let me encourage everyone to go to Republic for the United States of America dot org and um, at least put your name in there uh, to receive our emails so that you can get communications because communication is essential as we know and uh, we all realize more and more every day with the world we live in Joe that uh, good solid communications is what makes and breaks you're absolutely correct governor you're absolutely correct, but the messages you know, I'm getting from people, the messages that are being sent to me, the, the, the questions, and you know what happens. We spoke earlier about this. People, it's like a, a, the children out there. You always have to reassure them. Okay, this is what's going to happen. Okay, be good. Okay, do this. Uh, you know, they want to know, what do you mean the republic's going to be start moving forward? What do you mean uh, it's going to be replacing this current system that we have? What do you mean? What are you talking about? You know, they, they get a little bit paranoid well, and start wondering me, how you can do this. Let me share that answer in an illustration, and I'll, I'll quote a conversation I had uh, that I think is a w- wonderful way of approaching that subject, Joe. I happened to be at a body shop. I got an old classic car. I like mentioning and enjoying the good old days and remembering back when because I'm an old man now, and old men have memories. And... Uh, Anyway, the Snap-on tool guy came, and I've been looking for a, a socket, special socket to get, you know, the spark plugs because my headers are too close and they interferes with the normal wrench. And I've been wanting to trace, trace this guy down to get that old, that spark plug wrench from him. And he came in the door, and he was like most of the radio listeners you have on the radio tonight, Joe. He was upset with what was going on, and he was espousing his his frustration with, the existence that we have today. And so I I decided I would enlighten him like this. I said, sir, I said, forgive me if I am mistaken, I said, but uh, I would guess you're probably a corporation. He says, yeah, I'm an LLC. I said, okay. And I said, so when that LLC eventually you want to retire, uh, is no longer of any use, uh, you put it to bed, you put it to rest, and you go on, right? Because you created it. And he said, yeah. And I said, well, that's exactly where we're at today. Years ago, we were in debt to the powers to be, and they took our country as collateral, and they assumed governance of our country under an international corporation. And... That corporation has run its course. They've stolen our money. They've stolen our assets. They've distributed it across the world. They've opened our borders for everybody to come in and want to come in. And it's like crows at a carcass, vultures at a carcass. They're just picking out what's left of the rotten meat. And they've just about got us on the, on the ropes, Joe, except President Trump came along. The, 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 the corporation the actually addresses to... that also. They actually address that on yeah. their own. I mean, uh, you know, stated within the document received on September 17, 1997 from the United States Department of Justice, Office of Legal Counsel. 
the Office of Deputy Assistant Attorney General, Richard L. Schiffen, in response to an FOIA following. A fact that they frequently overlook is that the executive order and proclamation of the president president normally have a direct effect upon the private person. And what he's talking about in reference to, because I don't want to read the whole thing here, is the April on April 5th, 1933, the uh, President Franklin uh, Roosevelt's uh, executive order, which was uh, declared all persons are required to deliver on May, or before May 1st, uh, 1933, their gold. And that's how they sold this out, and they began. And then you go to H.R. 192, where it states debts are, are, are paid by you, the American people. Okay, all debts, uh, uh, public and private, are paid. Uh, H.R. 192 superseded public law. That's why you have public policy today. And you ever notice it's my policy, my policy? What passes as law today is only color of law. People have to understand the color of law. You have to understand the corporation, what the governor's here uh, trying to talk about. The, the corporation has run its course. It's, it's, it's done. Now, we either we're going to be assimilated into a new world order in the Great Reset, or we're going to be independent and sovereign, and we're going to be a republic again. The law is there, and we well, can recognize that, and Joe. we can become a republic again. Go ahead, go ahead, Governor. I'm sorry. Let's, let's look at that, Joe, because you brought up an important point, and you went right on past it, just like everybody does. <laughs> your, your birth certificate is the chattel for the debts of the corporation. So you got a calculator, Joe? Yeah. Let's just have some fun. I've never run this out. I thought about it the other day, but I never got to the calculator. How many Americans? How many Americans we got here? Three hundred fifty. Uh, roughly, the population of this country 400? is three hundred and fifty-three. No, it's three hundred and fifty-three to three hundred sixty million, I believe, Americans. Okay. Well, let's just let's just make it easy and call it four hundred because we got an open border policy. Okay. <laughs> and we're importing. Yeah, sure, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So let's just make it okay. So let's do four hundred million times ten million. Yep. So yeah. what is that? And you number? don't have enough to pay the debt, do you? <laughs> what is that number? Well Well you have four hundred billion then, right? No, no you you've got one hundred one trillion. ten million. Uh, excuse me, my, my math is wrong. Ten million times four hundred, uh, four hundred, uh, four hundred million. Correct? Is that what you're saying? Correct. Yes. Okay. My calculator won't even do that. I'm typing it in right now. It doesn't even can't even give a number that high. <laughs> okay. In trillions, so it's though. in the it's in the it's in the trillions or quadrillions, right? Yes. So, so that is the net worth without infrastructure, just birth certificates. Of the American people, or those that claim to be American, or those that well, they say though, Governor, but they the say though, back has, this is back in 1997. Well, let me let me make my point. Let me make my point. Okay. So my point is, is that if they cashed in the birth certificates, they would have enough to pay their debt and have money left over in their pocket. Okay. You accept that? I don't accept so, that. But, but what about the lands, though? The land, what's the land worth to China oh, well, and stuff? Isn't that what oh, they're yeah, yeah, all that's that, thing all that. All, No, I'm just talking about birth certificates. Don't don't confuse the situation. I'm just talking about birth certificates. So yeah. they decided it was time. They'd raised enough cattle 
All he needed to do was have the carcasses to prove that the cattle were dead and they could get paid the value of the birth certificate. Now, let me tell you that that $10 million is just at birth. And the value of that birth certificate depends upon your education, your social stats, how much money you create, and pass it through well, your Well, hands. Governor, what you're all, talking about it all no. increases the value yeah. of that birth certificate. Exactly. So what exactly. I'm exploring, up, what I'm yeah. exploring, Joe, is the people that control the economic system, that, that control the value, that, and have to settle the books. Right now, they're thinning the herd to pay the debt and settle the books worldwide and start over. That's what we're faced with today as a world. And we can go over down the COVID-19 road, but it's well discussed. We all know the truth about that. And that's the mechanics that they're using to drive us to that final end. So right now we're talking about where we're at and why we're here. And that's the real simple part of it. And so the, the corporation needs to go away. And when you appoint somebody to do a task, like you got a housekeeper to come in and clean your toilet and clean, or clean your kitchen and, and vacuum, well, if you don't have that housekeeper, do it yourself. And that's kind of like putting this corporation to bed. We won't have these public servants, quote, unquote, working in their best behalf against us. We're going to have to shoulder the load. We're going to have to get good people like yourself that said you feel like you need to be a representative or a senator for your people. I applaud you for that, Joe, because that's the kind of people that we're going to need to lead us into our new future. Now, let's go back to the birth certificate, because I always like a happy ending. The happy ending of this story is is that not only did we claim our independence again in the re-inhabited republic, Joe, but we also put our names on that document, being first in line and first in times, of the claims and interest on the assets of this bankrupt corporation. That makes you and I a really wealthy man, Joe. You know why? Yes. Because let's just say that there's 3% of the American people that are actually got their name on the line as supporters of this crazy idea of self-governance and liberty and justice for all. Those 3% hold the title to the claim and the interest that astrological number that your calculator can't even calculate. Well, let's get into that, Governor. Let's get into that. Let's get into the specifics here because people are going to – people that are in the know. Okay? First of all, what, uh, first of all the, the, let's, let's examine it like this. Okay? We know the Secretary of the Authority in the several states pursuant to 4 U.S.C. Uh, excuse me, 72 – which is positive law, which mandates that all offices of government are restricted to the District of Columbia and not elsewhere unless Congress expressly extends their granted authority to other geographical areas, areas excuse me, by United States law. 
all officers attached to the seat of government shall be exercised in the District of Columbia, not elsewhere, except or otherwise expressly provided by law for USC 72. Emphasis added. Okay, now let's skip all the mumbo-jumbo and, and when they talk about this here, because they've addressed this already. What they're going to do is, let's go down here to the, well, where is that here? Let's go down to the jurisdiction. The district, uh, the district Court of the Virginia Virginian Islands shall have the jurisdiction of the district courts of the United States, including but not limited to the diversity jurisdiction provided for in Section 1332 of Title 28, United States Code, and that of a bankruptcy court of the United States, District of the Virgin Islands, shall have exclusive jurisdiction over all criminal and civil proceedings in the Virgin, Virgin Islands with respect to the income tax laws applicable to the Virgin Islands, regardless of the decree of the offense of the amount involved, and then it goes in what not. What that basically says, it goes on and on and on and on and on. But basically, what I'm trying to say is the Eternal, Internal Revenue Service, Governor, I believe that they've hijacked the American people's money. They're, they're, they're giving us this Federal Reserve, this central bank, because if you look at where, because I'm going to play devil's advocate here, uh, the, the United States actually, the elected and appointed administration of government, took and still do this. They certify the copies of all our birth certificates and placed them in the United States Department of Commerce. Registered securities. These securities, each of which carries an estimated of uh, one to ten mil- uh, million dollars of value, that's like you said at birth, have been and still are circulated around the world as collateral collateral for loans, entries on the asset side of ledgers. Just like any other security, there's just one problem that we, the people, didn't authorize it. The United States is a District of Columbia corporation, in Volume Twenty, Corpus Juris Six, Section Seventeen Eighty Five. Yeah, anybody can look it up. Um, uh, the uh, it's been a corporation is a fictitious, uh, uh, which a corporation is a fictitious person. It cannot speak, cannot see, cannot touch, cannot smell. It cannot by itself function in the real world. It, it needs a conduit, a transmitting utility liaison of some sort to connect the fictional person with the uh, fictional world. So the government itself knows that, and we the people, like you just said, with the birth certificate, we're out here working like the dumb slaves and sheep we are, but we can take back our republic and take back what they have t- taken from us. You see, how many people will step up to the government or, or, or the people that I've just, or places and things that I've addressed here on this show and say, hey, you know, uh, we, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a living person, I'm a, I'm a United States citizen, I want my republic back, but you can't do it by yourself. And the republic itself, uh, the republic that's been re-inhabited, can do this. That's why it's so very important to join the republic, sign up with the republic, and contact your state leaders and become a part of the republic. And because it's very important, if we have 30,000 in each state that do this, we've got our republic back overnight, don't we? Well said, Joe. Yeah, it is. It, it is <laughs> well said. It is, that, it is that simple. You know? Do you want to accept the gift, and do you want to be responsible? Do you want a car and be able to drive? Well, it's not. Are you? The question is, are you responsible enough? Right, Joe? Yeah. That's the question. You know, so what we're trying to do is to raise up leaders, five per each state according to the Northwest Ordinance, which has been codified. And it's part of our constitutional law. And yep. all we got to do is follow the law. And these guys know it. But let's jump ahead here and go back. Because we're talking about birth certificates and money. 
So you wonder where AOC and these Dems are going to get all the money to pay for their Green New Deal? Because the world, as I've told you over the years, is settling the books. Now the question is, who's going to disperse the money? And how is it going to be dispersed? I know that there are those out there that trust the current administration and the current government to be upstanding people to do what they should do. And in their world is, is that they should take all that money that your calculator can't calculate and put everybody on a pension that's left after they exterminate most of the world, and we'll just have a happy existence. And they'll just kind of thin the herd, and, and they got enough to get by with robotics and technology. They really don't need the human factor as much as they once did. And that's, that's the reality correct. that they're coming from. You're absolutely correct. And that's where people say, oh, AI, all these robots, oh, how nice. Yeah, they're there to replace you, you dummy. (laughs) And so if that rubs you you the wrong way, like sandpaper or uh, road rash, if you've ever been down, uh, then you need to think about what we're bringing to the table about jurisdiction and whose jurisdiction you want to be subservient to the ones that you create that you control or the ones that let's go Brandon (laughs) yeah you're absolutely correct but but again the people that, that don't know though they're like well who is this guy who are you you've been coming on here talking on here about the republic I mean you know and people don't understand the magnitude of what has what happens behind the scenes, the closed door meetings. Look, man, you could be in a shed someplace and you could freaking start something that you wouldn't believe could be started. So don't don't down, try to downgrade. Like they make it sound like you have to be in a suit and tie on Wall Street to like run the country, you know, or to start 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 an idea that that was already started back when the founders started this this thing. They knew this was going to happen. The founders of this republic, well, they knew what the problems well, we were going to run into because the powers of the world want to control us. The nice thing about our job, Joe, is that we don't have to sell snake oil. All we got to do That's is right. be a light to a dark world and deliver the truth, and it will speak for ourselves, and we can rest at peace because history and God will be our judge. Exactly. But what do we do? What happens to the people out there that have different angles or political angles or agendas. Say, for instance, there's many different political organizations out there today, that, but they all operate on the Federal Reserve note. And we, they say, as long as that money's out there, as long as Wall Street's still ticking, as long as I still got my car and the gas pump pumping gas, I don't care what you say, Jim Carpenter. I don't care what Joe Gibson says. I'm going to live my life, and I'm, I'm going to stay away from this nonsense. I'm going to vote on November and hopefully let the chips fall where they may. I don't want any part of this. What do you say to those people? Well, our Constitution clearly says a government of, for, and by the people. Now, if you don't want to participate in that game, then obviously you're into socialism or some other kind of governance. 
and you're welcome to yeah. that. But this is not home anymore. Yeah, that's right. So, so, so basically, the bottom line is this. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. The bottom line is this: the, the republic is here for your for you to grasp and to come be a part of, and it's real. It's there. The law is there. The remedy is within the law. Or you could be a part of this fake D.C. corporation. You know, do you like Joe Biden? Do you like what you see? Whether you like Donald Trump or not. Do you like Washington, D.C.? Do you like what you see? Do you think they care about you? How many times, Governor, have I been on this podcast? And I've called senators. I've called congressmen. I've even had to, and, and I've even tricked the health department into doing an interview with me, and they didn't know I was live on the radio and how, they, how the COVID thing was one big scam. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, but, and, and the people out there, they're like, you know, they just don't get. I think the mass numbers of average. I think it's numbers of marketing and advertising and getting the word out to everybody out there in their homes tonight is the, what's key, is people, word of mouth, when you're out and about, talking to your neighbor, talking to somebody in the grocery store, talking to somebody at the gas pump when you're pumping gas. Whether they want to hear it or not, you plant a seed. And I think that's the uh, message here that really should be really um, expound upon because people are today. We had this conversation, Governor, 15 years ago. If I said end the Fed, end the Fed, arrest the bankers, and wore a T-shirt like that, people would call me a conspiracy nut. They would say, what the heck is he talking about? That guy's nuts. But today they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's one of the Patriot guys or whatever. He's one of those. You know what I mean? That's, that's how it, you know, it, you know, it's different today than it was years ago. So I think the time is now to restore the republic. Well, I'm not a I, I am a patriot, but first, I am a truth seeker, Joe, because that's the way my world rocks and rolls. And I think most people want to know the truth. If they know the truth, then they'll figure out a way to deal with it. It's when they can't figure out the truth that they have a difficult time. And yeah. So, right. you know. The burden I carry is light because it's just the truth. And if someone, I encourage everyone to own it. Go do the depth of research and and put forth the tens of thousands of hours over a decade or more in seeking out the truth of these subjects. And there's one thing that sets our podcast, our, our conversation apart from any other thing that I know of that you can find on the internet. Now, I want to tell you, I listen to 107, and I listen to uh, Charlie, and I, I listen to the Patriot Street Fighter, and you know, I want to hear you know what the people have the ear of the American people are saying. And it's funny that um, Eventually, the conversation comes back to the republic at some point in time in their deliveries. And yet, they're so busy focused on the problem that the solution is missing them. And what sets us apart, Joe, is we bring the truth and we bring the only lawful constitutional solution to the conversation. And I'll... That's I'd, correct. I encourage anybody to prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. 
Yeah, anybody wants to jump into conversation here tonight, uh, you're more than welcome to before we wrap up the guest. Press the number one, the phone number 657-383-0616. That's the number you have to call to get in live. I know a lot of people listen via the Internet or they may go in the chat room or whatnot and sign up for blog talk. And, what, and I know not many people do that anymore, but I've got, you know, not many that log into the chat room now. Years ago I used to. But uh, but if you want to, you have to call in I know that we're on many different other platforms where you listen in the archive, like iHeartRadio, Stitcher, uh, Buzzsprout, all these places that, that have, you know download my podcast and replay it. But to listen li- to contribute live, the phone number six five seven three three zero six one six, and you press the number one. And I don't screen callers. I don't put you in. Uh, you know, I don't ask. Hey, what do you want to talk about? Like other podcasts, I let people talk and bring their uh, concerns or their questions to the forefront. Because uh, that's important. Because everybody has a voice in the republic, and everybody should have a voice. And your government should represent you. And today, we don't have a government that represents us. You go down to your local courthouse, any courthouse or or state capitol building, go to a federal building, and see if you can even get in there, okay, without being strip searched. You, you know, you are not. You don't have a voice. And those people behind the the, the walls, they have a job to do. And they don't. And they're going to do it. And that's the problem that I run into. Bringing to my point here, real quickly is that the people out there that work for the government, we have such a force that works for the government, they rely on the government, they don't want to see it go away, Governor. They don't want to see it dissolved. And I'm going to take some callers here. I'm going to take callers here. I see some uh, putting their hands up here, I promise. But, Governor, they don't want to see this thing dissolved. You know, I mean, what do you say to those people? Well, everybody gets to choose their own path. It's really simple. But it is a, yeah. a path that will be decided according to the laws of nature and nature's God, because that is the way things work. And at the end of the day, that's where we're at. And we're at the end of the this. All right, let me open the phone the lines here real quick. We are taking oh, our oh, hang on, Governor. I, I, got, I, got, I, got a, I got a message here from somebody who says I'm ignoring them. Governor, hang on one second. I got somebody that's ignoring. Oh, they went away. Uh, anyway, you got to hang on. I got a bunch of people who want to chime in here, so let me open up the phone lines here. Go ahead, dear uh, caller. Go ahead. Been waiting a long time. Go ahead. Hey, hey, Joe. Yes, sir. All right. I I believe I've recognized the voice. How you doing, Mr. John? I'll call you John Doe. Go ahead. Yeah, well, thank you for the time and taking my call. Um, I think what's tricky and hard for most anybody that's trying to help us get back on stable footing as a republic is that over the last at least 100 years, every administration, you get these people that campaign saying one thing. When they get into office, they stab you in the back. So you're just really shy of believing anything anybody tells you anymore. And that's going to be a high hurdle. And then the people that are running, such as Governor Carpenter, you know, he has to deal with that kind of stuff, and we're wanting, because we've been in the back so many times, we're wanting this guy to, you know, basically jump hoops and, and be at our beck and call for every minute detail, want to hold our hand, to walk us through every detail to make sure that we're getting into something we're not going to get stabbed in the back again. And so that's going to be a very kids glove walking on eggshells routine and i hate to admit it but i think that's where we are because everybody wants to live their pursuit of happiness 
But what's happened is every person that's ever gotten office just beats their agenda. They abuse the power of their position and just beat their agenda to down our throat and deny us the freedom and liberty and equal justice and due process and, you know, right to live our own pursuit of happiness. But thank you for the time and the conversation back to you. All right, well, I appreciate that. I think what, you, what you're referring to is the corruption and 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 there's other people about corruption uh you know what why wouldn't the why would why is the republic different than um say joe biden and donald trump or or the other presidents before or the government that, or when people get into power or they get into office they they uh sell out you know and i believe that we addressed that a little bit though but that's a good subject that, that you're bringing up the 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 the, the question of, why should we trust Governor Carpenter? Why should we trust President Geiger? Why should we trust the Republic? Why should we? Because it's the law. The law is there. They're, they're standing on the law and what this country was originally founded upon. The uh, the, uh, the the Jay Treaty, the uh, Northwest uh, uh, Ordinance. Um, uh, Governor, go ahead. You want to address that real quick, or do you want to talk you know why the republic why why do people have why should people choose the republic like, i think you said choose your own path but but it's the lawful way right well first off joe let me say that uh thank you for playing that opening clip that was the first of a series of segments i believe we're going to end up with about six uh 30 minute segments on president geiger's youtube channel that's uh, g e i g e r on YouTube, and uh, the last uh, five weeks, um, this is the beginning of, of that series, Joe, and that answers that question in depth and in law with a panel of uh, lawyers, uh, historians, uh, Indiana Supreme Court uh, Chief Justice uh, Roger Waters, and uh, uh, myself, and so uh, we go into depth into that question and I encourage everyone that's interested to uh, to go to those YouTubes and uh, listen to the last five uh, you started with the first one tonight and I think that's a good introduction we'll be going into I, that I agree the election process is totally different uh, the election process we're in today is uh, appointed by the powers to be that are in the control corrupt control of our government um, with their handlers going to the Chinese and the uh, money handlers, uh, the 13 families. And so there is no justice. There is, it's all about money and it's about power. And you know, what we want is just plain and simple. And so the election process in the Republic, as explained in these videos, is very simple. Uh, the people that you send as your electors have to come home and live amongst you. So if they f don't fulfill their oath of office and vote contrary to the will of the people, then God help them because they're going to literally find out what it means to be part of a grassroots organization. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. that. Uh, every, yeah, everybody well, should yeah. be held accountable. Exactly correct. And, uh, you know, it's a... Is a, it's a different mindset rather than slavery. Um, ben Franklin quoted, uh, said it very well when he signed our Declaration of Independence. He said, this form of government will not work for any other nation in the world except for this nation. 
because it is built on biblical principles, in other words, the laws of nature, nature's God, that mandate that each and every one of us have to hold ourselves above reproach. And when we look to our government to say what those moral standards are, then we'll find we're no better off than any of anybody else. And so that's exactly what's going on. With the codes and statutes rather than common law, the laws of nature and nature's God, with their corrupt judicial and monetary system, they control us, they enslave us, they sell us off as slaves, they, they kill us, they, they do everything that they can to profit from us because we are just a commodity to them. But we have one thing. Truth always wins. And this is well, one thing I'd, I'd like to one, one thing I'd like to bring up, Governor, is the Roman Catholic Church and its power that it has around the world. You know, and and, and the Magna Carta and whatnot. I mean, for instance, the modern times, the complexity of the structure of the Roman Catholic Church, you know, is re, 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 referred to now, of course, as the Vatican City, the Holy uh, Holy See. The Holy See is a monarchy that is. Uh, you know, it's a state that, in simpler terms, means that it operates as a monarchy, and the pope, the pope oversees it. But they can't stand freedom of speech, freedom of conscience, freedom of the press, or freedom uh, to keep the bare arms. And that's everything this country was founded upon. Uh, so we have the foundations here still. We have that First Amendment right to go out and and, and speak our mind. But we can't. But there's no redress of our grievances to the politicians out there. So people become frustrated, like, well, who do we complain to? Who do we call upon? You know, who do we who do we call upon yourself? Call upon your community. Call upon your neighbors. I just said, talk to somebody at the grocery store. Talk to somebody at the gas pump. Talk to your family. You know, a grassroots assembly, uh, your local assemblies can repopulate because you have to have some sort of system in place for for law and order. You have to have law and order. I think I don't know what John Doe is still there or not, but. You know, people self-govern. You're right, but the people in the but there's people out there that are not educated enough to self-govern. It'd be chaos in some of these cities if they didn't have a police force. If some of these cities didn't have a courthouse, if some of these cities didn't have jails, it'd be chaos. You know, what about the innocent men and women, and children who just want to govern themselves and live their lives? They'd be they'd fall prey and victims to the people that are so ignorant, that are that are unruly and misguided and uneducated with the with the uh, immoral lifestyle that's been perpetrated upon us, you know, the entertainments, the, fo- the, uh, the, the sports, uh, you know, how do, we, how do we disintegrate all that? How do you get a break away from all that? I think it's very hard. I think uh, God, I think we do have to look to God. It is ugly, Joe. Um, if you talk with uh, the lead people in these scientific, quote-unquote, scientific realms, oftentimes you'll hear them refer to the lost generation. And I'm going to take that subject up there with your question because I do believe that we've we've got a lost generation that finally has been so, well, by a multitude of depravities from the lack of proper nutrition and being fed junk food to the vax to on and on and on. And we we are going to have a speed bump as a society that we're going to have to get over. But, you know, the right remedies, the, the right encouragement, the right assistance, understanding the, the problem and, and the fact that there's just a, um, 
a result of what they've been fed and taught. Um, they're a lot of them can relearn and become productive members of society. And but we are we, we as a world are going to face a speed bump here when it comes to that. But you know, love love goes a long ways, Joe, and compassion. And uh, um, it's all about helping each other because uh, together we stand and divided we fall. Bring on your guests, Joe. Let's see, let's hear what uh, your guests are saying. Well, I've got a few here and that that were uh, hanging online here, and they. Uh, uh, I'm still here. They, 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 yeah, you know, I still got John Doe here. I did have a, a couple others there that wa- they were waiting, but they they bounced off. I um, I got a couple people here in the chat room uh, or in the uh, social media that are uh, a few dozen of them actually, but they're just uh, they're talking about other stuff. So I don't want I don't like to address that too much, <laughs> um, but. Uh, uh, let me go over to my other social network here that's listening live. Um, um, but before I do, Governor, uh, the District of Columbia, how does it – I mean, how are the individual sta- – one question here that actually asked me this. Uh, the states, you know, individual states and their sovereign, their sovereign states, you know, uh, how are the states going to address – I mean, they're not going to get federal – I mean, how is the Federal Reserve going to print money? I mean, what, what, what's going to be our bartering system? Basically, I'm trying to analyze the question and how they're putting it to me. The the quantum system, uh, the report I got this week, is fully tested, operational, and uh, is just waiting to be implemented. That quantum system represents a uh, world clearinghouse of the various currencies of the world. So... um, the object of this clearinghouse is to put everyone's currency on a one-to-one basis. So um, there are... Are we going to have a global currency? That's what, now i got people no. jumping around the board no, no, here. No. Are we going to have a global one-world no, no, currency? Is no, that what you're saying? Or, no. or are we going to have individual sovereign currency? Individual sovereign currencies that are of equal value when it comes to to uh, the uh, international exchange, and so oh, okay. all the all the transactions will go through this quantum network that will facilitate that that process. Um, this is part of what we're living through. I hear that we're just only um, implementing it. We are that close. It has been. Uh, in the works for a number of long, long, long time. And uh, this is another indication that jurisdiction, as we talked about earlier, Joe, is about to change because the corporation, as I talked about, is being put to bed. And the bankruptcy and the disbursement of the assets of the people uh, is about to begin. And all this will happen uh, in a process once this quantum system is fully announced and implemented. And we're at that point in time where it could happen at any moment. Um, well, let me ask you this question. Can I jump in again, John? Uh, yeah, you can. But let me put this. Yeah, let me just ask this question real quick uh, pertaining to the law. 
You know, if one cannot present any, uh, you know, let's say, by what authority does the secretary or delegates of the IRS justify their actions outside the District of Columbia and not elsewhere and within the several states? Does the right to due process embrace or exclude one's access to the letter of the law? Well, let's just Cause that, make because we're dealing. Yeah, that's a, a tough. I know that's a, a tough make one. It really, let's just make that really simple. They only have enforcement over those they have jurisdiction over, right, Joe? That's correct. So, so if they don't have jurisdiction over you, then good luck with that one. So, but they'll the claim jurisdiction, they though. Are, but they'll they claim jurisdiction. Part they are part of the octopus known as the corporation, the USA Inc. And the USA Inc. is bankrupt, going down, is the books are being settled, and you're not ready to enter into our new reality, which the American people at this point in time get to choose. And this is why we're having this conversation. Do you okay. want to choose? your constitutional republic for your future generations? Or do you want to go with Biden and AOC's Green New Deal? That's the choice. You're going to have to make the choice damn quick. Excuse the French, but that's the way it is because the house of cards is already crumbling to the point of where it's not even occupied anymore. They have fences around it as foreign territories, like our southern border. It's more secure than our southern border is for a reason. It's one of those three cities with Rome and the Vatican. I mean, with the Vatican, the three sister states, uh, sister cities, city-states. And uh, the United States okay. is one of them, and uh, the, the uh, uh, city of London is another. And it all, it's all a coercion implemented through generations by the kings and aristocracy of this world. And we're coming all into right. an age of enlightenment, and we're getting our act together, and we're not going to live as their slaves anymore, or those that survive it. So we get to choose our destiny at this point. And that's why we're having this conversation, in my opinion. But the but hang on, before I get to you, John, I'll let you talk. I will. But it's well established. It's an established fact that the United States federal government has been dissolved already by the Emergency Banking Act of March 9, 1933, 48 Statute Pub uh, One, Public Law 89719, declared by President Roosevelt. Being bankrupt and insolvent, H.R. 192, 73rd Congress, and uh, the session in the session of June 5, 1933, joint resolution to suspend the gold standard and abrogate the gold clause, dissolve the sovereignty and authority of the United States in the official capacity of all United States government offices, officers, departments, and for further evidence that the United States federal government exists today in name only. So if it exists only in name only and it's a fraud, how are they able to prosecute? People, if I don't pay my taxes or if I violate a federal law, 
<laughs> or, or, or the original United States has been usurped by a separate and different, different United States formed in 1871 is another uh, opinion here, uh, you know, which only controls the District of Columbia and its territories, which is actually a corporation, the United States Corporation, that acts as our current government. So therefore, the United States Corporation operates under corporate commercial public law rather than common private law. So the original Amen. Constitution was never removed. It's simply been dormant since 1871, correct? Yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah, got it. Absolutely. Okay. So okay, what you need but, to but, do but, but, is just take control of your jurisdiction. You want a jurisdiction uh, formed by the people for moral and just people, or you want to have your morals dictated to you and your kids taught by a bunch of people that uh, couldn't reproduce. Um, how's that? Um, the right, right way to approach life. And you know what? If you don't reproduce, then you don't have a species anymore. It's really simple. That's why they're on the endangered species list. And, Joe, I'm afraid you and I are getting pretty close to the top. Yeah, yeah. John Doe, go ahead. You want to say something real quick? I had a couple other callers that wanted to jump in here, but go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to just kind of more clarify what I was trying to get at. I'm not the greatest communicator in the world, so thank you so very much. Um, I think each individual wants to live the life that they themselves decide is their pursuit of happiness. Now, how do we move forward making all people, regardless of where you stand in your ideology or political or you know, philosophical, spiritual, where they feel comfortable enough that they're willing to elect you because they know or they at least believe that they know that once that person or that group or that system that the group is talking about is in place, that they will be able to realize their pursuit of happiness. Well, I believe you know what I'm I, appreciate your, I, believe, I appreciate your question, and you deserve an honest and straightforward answer, so here you go. This form of government is based upon the laws of nature, and nature's God is stated right in the founding documents. If you're not one of us, then you need to move on. So that Can draws I, a line. Can I answer your question, John Doe? That draws a line oh, well. at some point and says either you're going to agree to abide by our set of standards being a moral and just society or you're not. If you choose not to, that's okay, but just go do it somewhere else because that's our law form and we're going to keep our society on track. I'm not going to go and pour a bunch of trouble that doesn't agree with our way of life and water down our society to the point of where we're on endangered species list. It's only common sense. Harsh, but that's the way life is. I hope I didn't offend you. Yeah, well, under the United States Declaration of Independence, I agree, you know, when you're disbanding, you know, divorcing like we did from Great Britain, you assume among the powers of the earth be separate and equal station of which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle you. And the whole principle 
or fundamental aspect of the Declaration of Independence in that statement itself is that each individual human being has no other human being lording over them. They are an exclusive, self-governing, free person that exclusively owns all power, jurisdictional, and authority over the governing of them, including every aspect of their existence. Welcome to the Republic. You're preaching our text. Go ahead. You're doing <laughs> yeah, a good but, job. But, but what I'm saying, though, is many people out there, because of they have dealt with the last 240 years of lip service and being conned, at this point in time, it's going to take a Herculean effort by people such as yourself in your position to help the people feel comfortable that once that system that you're trying to communicate with everybody is implemented, they are going to be able to live their own self-determined pursuit of happiness. And that's why I keep beating the point that it's all about each individual being able to realize their pursuit of happiness. Because, you know, I get where you're coming from in the sense that, you know, you want to have a biblical basis from the God that you understand. Well, we have how many different denominations and they all argue about what that God's interpretation yeah. of his precepts and and, and that's why you hear ideas. me excuse me my friend that's why you hear me refer to the laws of nature and nature's God you don't ever hear me talk right. about Baptists or Methodists rarely about Catholicism only when it comes to the Vatican but, but Mr. Carpenter right. don't you believe from your own personal world experience, if you get into a conversation with somebody about what the laws of nature and of nature's gods mean, you're going to end up having some very heated debates or at least controversy. No, he didn't mean that. Yes, he did. Well, I don't see it that way. Can you prove that? Yeah, no. no. See what I'm saying? Well, John Doe, but John Doe, I think John Doe, what, basically what he's trying to say was this. That's an individual conversation, though, but as, as us as a con- country as whole, as a whole, we have our foundation and what we stand upon and what we believe. And, and, but you're free to believe as an individual who you choose to, what you choose to believe or how you want to believe. You know? and, and, I think that, and that's what the republic stands for. And that's what the republic founders really wanted. The problem is, is that we had, you know, we had our, well, many different faults with our country when it first originated, of course, like any country. And we have to overcome those as a people. But the problem is, is we're not. We're, we're digressing into tyranny. So we have to go back and we have to uh, re-inhabit our republic. And, and, but with what we know now and how we progress, we can really apply a better way of life for the people here in America. And uh, if, if they're educated enough to get into squabbles about, you know, what do you believe? Do you believe a tree is God? And do you believe the clouds? I mean, you know, do you believe in the rapture? Do you believe in this? That right there is for individual private conversations, and that's great. But as a whole – a whole body and a politic of government and our government and the way we believe, our foundation, how, we, how the government governs, the government is not supposed to be in our every single day lives. You know, it's just something that's supposed to protect our borders, give us the military, protect us from outside invaders, and really not supposed to be giving us a Social Security check either. You know, so, you know, all that has to be cleaned up. And, and that came – and see, there's a, lot of corru- there's a lot of things that are being addressed here. That's why you're not going to see this be fixed overnight. It's going to take a long time. It may take, you know, and we started this thing back, what, uh, back in 2008, 2009, technically, you know, well, in let's, 1997, let's if you really bit. want to get technical, when the, when the re-inhabited, re-inhabited part started. So, but go ahead. 
yeah, let's go down that road, Joe. In about 2010, um, the um, JTT was contacted by his contacts and notified that within an extremely short period of time that the banking system and the governance of this country was about to change. And he'd been working on building up this idea of restoring the republic for a number of years. It said that he had a viewing audience, he had an audience, a type of a show prior to my time with him, it was said that he had a greater view of the audience than Hannity and uh, O'Reilly put together. And we had quite a momentum going when we got involved back in the day, Joe. Um, we literally stepped up and put the world on notice that we were back and saved this country from falling into the hands of the New World Order back in 2010. And we've had spurts of growth, and we've been hounded by the media, and we've been put down, and we've been castrated and, and called idiots. But the nice thing is is that the facts are the facts, the law is the law, and you can't change that. Now, you can murder people off, you can kill their knowledge, you can squelch their desire, but it doesn't change the facts, it doesn't change the truthful history. So, today, the conversation has changed, Joe. And I, I was going to address this to the caller. Respectfully, sir, um, in short order. And I mean it could be hours. It could be a matter of days or weeks. I don't believe it's a matter of months. That this decision is going to be put on your plate. And you're going to have to decide your future and your future generations at that time. I know this to be fact. I can substantiate it. I've had multiple conversations about what we're entering into in past podcasts with Joe. And uh, no longer do we have the privilege of going down every rabbit hole and trying to sort out every idiosyncrasy of this octopus. We've got to go for the head. And once we got that taken care yeah. of, then it's up to the people like yourself, sir, to step up and be part of the solution. Because this is a government of, for, and by the people. That means you have to be active in your daily life and in your self-governance. And that means that there's going to need to be leaders that step up and that will represent you and your voice at the level. That's the way this thing works. This is the opportunities that we have before us to clean out our school boards, to take this whole octopus down by the head. And it's going to be forced on us. They just haven't made it public yet. And I've said a lot of things over the years, Joe, that they haven't made public that they did later. And I'll stake my reputation on this one. We're there. This is our reality, and this is the lawful, peaceful 
internationally recognized way based on the Constitution and Bill of Rights of 1776. I know no better place to start rebuilding our society than those principles and documents. This is our challenge, and this is my message. You're absolutely correct on that. Uh, with that, uh, 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 John Doe, I don't want to cut you off. You got anything final you want to say here? Because I got to start getting ready to wrap it up here. I did have a couple other people here wanting to get, get in. Uh, uh, um, anything else you want to say, real quick? I don't mean to cut you off because I appreciate you do calling in here. I know you you call in over the years and whatnot, and, and you're you're for the Constitution and for fixing things out there. But yeah. These little arguments and stuff like that, I think we're not picking on you or saying what you're saying is wrong, but we're saying is other people out there, they, we could really, really, really uh, screw the message up if, we, you know, because uh, the corporate media will destroy us, you know, and, and that's why And yeah. once they get a hold of something like this, like they did back in 10, I'm trying to find a clip right now, actually, from that era where the, the local news media, uh, where the governors were all served with letters, um, and the media just tore it apart and made everybody sound like a bunch of whack jobs, and it was just insane, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah. go ahead, John. I'll give you a final thought here, a couple minutes, and I got to get ready to wrap it up. Yeah, thanks again, Joe, for taking my call, and thank you, uh, Mr. Carpenter, for all you're doing and helping to restore the republic. I'm I'm just coming from the standpoint as I talk to different people and get feedback from different people that have you know multiple different positions from me i it just comes back to the same point and everything i bump into is that each person wants to live their own pursuit of happiness and if and i like them looking for a group of people whether you wanted to call it an organization such as yours or whatnot that gives me and us a sense of of feeling or some level of i got to just say feeling. I wanted to say um, confidence, but that whenever we decide we want to live our particular pursuit of happiness, that we will not be burdened and encumbered against our will as long as we're doing no harm and not encroaching on others' right to live their pursuit of happiness. And every administration throughout the history of America has basically used the government as a weapon to force their agenda, whatever small percentage, you know, group of that population at that point in time that got into office, they just became bullies, even though they, during their campaigns they said they were not being bullies, they were going to be for the people and we're for you, we the people of the people, by the people, and then it never worked out that way. And I'm just like, well, hey, we're going to keep fighting if we don't respect the fact that we have to secure the rights and privileges and um, potential for others to live their pursuit of happiness in order for us to realize ours. Because if we want to realize ours, but we leave them in misery, misery loves company, and at some point misery decides that they're going to tear down the other people's houses because those other people are turning a blind eye to their misery and not upholding their end of the bargain of protecting all of us's right to determine our own pursuit of happiness. But thanks again, Joe. I appreciate all you guys are doing. Keep up the good work, and let's just keep talking and working it out in good faith. Thank you again, Mr. Carpenter. 
Hey, you're welcome. Hey, Joe, I got a question for you. If you and I were on yeah. the vetting committee, would, would you say he's one of us? Oh, yeah, he's with the Republic. He's just, uh, yeah. I guess he's got a lot of internal questions. Questions. Uh, yeah. I would imagine he would be. Yeah, he'd be with us. So uh, I think he's with yeah, the I mean, message of freedom, and and I believe that the, that he knows that the people. Oh, look, man, we got we got a, a system here that just isn't working. I mean, if, and people are happy with what's going on. People come here on the internet. They come here on these podcast shows because they're frustrated, and they're searching for answers. They sure as heck ain't sitting in front of the flat screen TV tonight, being brainwashed. So they're obviously very smart. You know, they know what's going on, and they understand that the message for free. You know, that people want freedom. That's what we want. And that's what they want, you know. I, so, but with that I being a, said, I got, uh, a, I got a quick way of go saying ahead, I'm sorry, that, Governor. Joe. I got a quick way of saying that he's got the same moral compass as we do. Yeah, yeah, and that's very important. The moral compass—that's a good term to use. Uh, I'm going to play something here real quick, but time permitting. Uh, uh, this was back from 2010. When the, when the governor was talking about when this movement first started, with uh, this was when, when Tur- Mr. Turner and Mr. Kennedy, when it first started, they were in uh, talks with the military. Uh, so I'll play this real quick, and then I'll uh, close it out. Not the kind of freedom that flies the military's admiralty flag in its courtrooms and sends you to prison for failed worship sins. Not the kind of freedom that sends you to prison for refusing to enter the bar. No, sir. Our colleagues have been willing to stand, fight for, and die for human freedom. Not a kind of freedom that classifies its own people as legal fiction entities in their books and records, distinct and apart from the living man and mocking his or her name. Not the kind of freedom that classifies you as terrorists under Section 802 of the Patriot Act by reclassifying you as a special class of legal fiction subject known as a U.S. person. Not the kind of freedom that forces you to confess to being a United States person simply to be permitted to place your money in safekeeping at a bank. Not the kind of freedom that has incarcerated millions of people and a greater percentage of the population than any nation on earth. Not the kind of freedom that supports banking institutions whose own books demonstrate that you are the source of the funds you purportedly borrow from them when you sign the promissory note, they deposit it on their books as an asset, they loan you your own funds, they understand their own regulation state, They are not permitted to loan funds from their deposits, nor loan their own credit, and then they hide the journals, and the judges are complicit in not enforcing them or forcing them to bring forth those journals into court. Not the kind of freedom that sends your tax dollars to foreign money predators to fund your own enslavement. Not the kind of freedom that condemns you to the secret life of being a tenant on your own land according to your own deed. And that sends elderly, blind people, infirm people, helpless people to jail at the request of the banking institutions of this country. No, my friends, not the kind of freedom that secretly replaced law with equity in 1933 without a whimper from the federal judges. Not the kind of freedom that requires state permission to be married in the form of a marriage license, 
state permission to travel in the form of a driver's license, state permission, permission to conduct business, your occupation, bring food and, and money home to your family by requiring you to sign up as a legal fiction subject class citizen on a business license subject to their rules and regulations. Clearly, clearly the United States Federal Corporation has not changed its ways since my off of three or four years earlier. And through its own actions, through its own arrogance, and through its own ignorance of its own history, they have cast the die. The sovereign people are back, and we are coming for you. We will be re-inhabiting the original de jour lawful, notice I didn't say legal, lawful and proper institutions of governance that have been preempted by illegitimate incorporation, and we will do it all in the next few months, lawfully, peacefully, quickly, quietly, nonviolently. The era of corporate servitude is over, and all we need to make it happen is a handful of you in every state to stand up and be reckoned with. And we will do all of this, folks, relying upon the one thing that the United States rarely demonstrates, the one essential ingredient of this process, forgiveness in our hearts. We will follow the lead of Mandela and Gandhi and Martin Luther King, and we will welcome each and every man and woman who has blood on their hands back into the good graces of mankind in honor and service to our Father, because judgment is reserved to Him. And we will do that upon their repenting their crimes against mankind. That's all we ask. We will not seek retribution. We will not take actions that cause uh, unrest, disturb the peace, disorder, or provoke violence. However, and take note, we will not tolerate trespass on the de jure institutions of government when they are re-inhabited any longer. You only get one chance at repentance. All right, that was uh, 2010. Uh, Governor, uh, I got about one minute, two minutes left. You want to say something real quick to the people out there? Yes. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for having us on tonight. Go to the website, org. Look over our documents. Look at what's said. Look at who our friends are. People like General Vallelay, Sheriff Mack, leaders in our patriot community that know who we are. We encourage you in these days, you need to figure out who you are because your future depends on it. Thank you, Joe. God bless America. God bless the Republic. All right, everybody. I guess uh, God bless the Republic. And, uh, yeah, go to the website, check it out. We'll close out with Mr. John Adams. President recognizes Mr. Adams of Massachusetts. Objects of the most stupendous magnitude. Measures which will 
affect the lives of millions, born and unborn, are now before us. We must expect a great expense of blood to obtain them. But we must always remember that a free constitution of civil government cannot be purchased at too dear a rate, as there is nothing on this side of Jerusalem of greater importance to mankind. My worthy colleague from Pennsylvania has spoken with great ingenuity and eloquence. He has given you a grim prognostication of our national future, but where he foresees apocalypse, I see hope. I see a new nation ready to take its place in the world. Not an empire, but a republic. And a republic of laws, not men. Gentlemen, we are in the very midst of revolution. The most complete unexpected and remarkable of any in the history of the world. How few of the human race have ever had an opportunity of choosing a system of government for themselves and their children. I am not without apprehensions, gentlemen. But the end we have in sight is more than worth all the means. I believe, sirs, that the hour has come. My judgment approves this measure, and my whole heart is in it. All that I have, all that I am, and all that I hope in this life, I am now ready to stake upon it. While I live, let me have a country. A free.